0: And welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I am your host Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome everybody. Uh, another wonderful weekend of playoff football. Sadly, your birds ain't uh, ain't there, but. Yeah, uh, did
1: not participate.
0: No, they did not. Uh, they didn't get the memo, but uh, you know, still, it was a great weekend of football. That uh, yeah. You know that Chiefs Texans game was insane. Um, yeah,
1: twenty-four I mean, <laughs> nothing first quarter, and then somehow not only do you manage to blow the lead, you blow the lead before halftime. Yeah,
0: 40, half-time. 41 unanswered points. Yeah, that's uh, that just shows you how great, uh, great Mahomes is and is going to be. So.
1: Well, one thing I love is early in the day before I before I went out to to watch that game. Is that the one of the guys said on the uh, one of those gamblers sites said, oh, you know what I really love? I really love the Texans and the under today. Really into the under. <laughs> nice,
0: nice. I'm sure, I'm sure. Given those betting uh, betting sites, I'm sure the odds for Kansas City winning after it was 24 nothing were probably through the roof.
1: I, I it's funny. I wanted to look at that. This is, I I did text Rob and, uh, you know, our <clears throat> resident gambler expert.
0: Right, right, a friend he of the said, show, eh, Rob, yeah.
1: He said, eh, I'm not touching that. It's only plus 280.
0: Wow, wasn't don't. that much to goat somebody into it? Yeah. Well, well somebody made big, because I know there were certainly uh, some people that did. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll get into a little bit more of... Uh, you know, the preview, uh, previews of the NFC and the AFC championships. Uh, but obviously, let's talk birds. Uh, this sure. past week, uh, we had some coaching shakeups, uh, which was uh, nice. But it was also weird given that the press conference by Doug Peterson uh, right after the season, it really seemed like uh, your offensive coordinator and your wide receivers coach we're going to be sticking around and then less than, you know, 24 hours later, they're both fired. So.
1: And what I love is God bless Doug Peterson. He's the most, he's one of those honest guys that you'll see in these press conferences. When I asked about it, he said, well, I hadn't met with Jeffrey Lurie yet, which means, yeah, Lurie said, no, they're not all coming back. Doug.'"
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you feel you feel bad for the for the incident it uh, may have caused, but long yeah. and short, you know, we got rid of uh, two people that we, I think, as fan as fans can can honestly say that I don't think there was too many people that were wanting them back. So um, I'm glad that uh, you know we got rid of them. We you know certainly need to upgrade those positions and. You know, there's a lot of good candidates out there to, to become the new offensive coordinator, and I'm sure, uh, you know, someone uh, there to be a good wide receiver coach as well. So.
1: Oh, yeah, they, they can be found. You know, good coaches <clears> all <throat> over this league, and you can dip into the college ranks because a promotion to the NFL would be a huge promotion for anybody there. A lot, lots of people that could fill the, all the vacancies.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's some uh, there's some pretty sweet names out there, one of whom just became available today, and that's uh, former uh, Eagles coach uh, DeFilippo. Uh, so, oh, did uh, Eric, did we lose you? I think we lost Eric. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, well, while we wait for Eric to come back, <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, we'll see jeez this whole thing is shutting down alright well while we wait for Eric to join us back uh, or maybe I'm gone I don't even know what's going on here uh, <laughs> uh, let's see alright well, well we'll show we'll, we'll go uh, forward without Eric for, for the time being uh, it kind of looks like Eric's probably there uh, but it doesn't look like uh, he's available. So let's just see, uh, let's see what happens. Um, maybe we'll get him back in a second uh, while we figure this out. So uh, while we wait for that, uh, yeah, there's some great offensive uh, coordinator candidates. As I said, John D. Filippo being one of them, that was recently um, let go by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have mutually uh, agreed to part ways, Uh, so certainly uh, that is a nice, uh, good timing uh, on that. Uh, You know, you have other uh, candidates, such as uh, Jim Caldwell. Uh, He's a big name that I keep hearing uh, pop up. Obviously, people are are wanting, um, you know, Deuce Staley uh, is a hot name, just being that, you know, he was up for that promotion uh, before Mike Groh got it. Um, so, you know, perhaps, uh, oh, I think we got Eric back. Let's go ahead and bring Eric back on in. Eric, are you with me?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Not, yeah, sure, yeah. not sure what happened because my screen showed that you weren't there, but the live screen showed that you were there, but I couldn't hear you either way.
1: Right, yeah. It was real weird because I heard you, like, on my end, nothing had changed. And then all of a sudden, you know, I looked down because my on my phone I have it up because I'm running the
0: uh, right watch party.
1: The, yeah, the watch party. And when I finally saw me go off there, I was just like, well, all right, I guess I'm going <laughs> So I logged, so I went went back out and back into Facebook
0: and. Right, there you and, go. Well, I'm glad we got it figured out for now. Yeah. Sorry for the confusion, folks. Uh, it wouldn't be a show if we didn't have some sort of uh, technical difficulty. So. Yeah. Uh, I was just explaining the options for offensive coordinator, uh, obviously the nice timing of John D. Filippo, um, you know, a former head coach uh, uh, and uh, would be a great candidate is uh, Jim Caldwell. Uh, used sure, to coach he uh, yeah. uh, the Colts. Uh, Deuce Staley being the big internal candidate, uh, considering that at the time he was considered for uh, the yeah. OC position before Mike Grow. Sadly, got it. Um, So, you know, there's that. Um, You know, there's other names I've been hearing, like Mike Kafka, former Eagles quarterback.
1: I've been been kind of rallying around. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he is uh, currently the Chiefs quarterbacks coach and obviously has done quite a good job. Although, I feel like... (laughs) I feel like Mahomes just kind of does, you know, his own thing, and you're just kind of riding the wave.
1: Yeah, they benefit from his craziness.
0: Right. Um, Another great name, former head coach, uh, Jake Rudin, uh, with a decent offensive mind uh, and and certainly is kind of somebody that's maybe outside of the norm, uh, kind of the Andy Reid, Doug Peterson kind of tree uh, that would kind of bring a fresh uh, light. Same with Jim Caldwell, I feel. Well,
1: I think with both those names, Caldwell and Gruden, they'd be able to come in here and, you know, like I wouldn't say butt heads, but they'd be able to demand the respect of Doug, the way maybe that a Mike couldn't. Where just like we talked, we've talked about in the past, how Frank Reich could go into the room and say, "Hey, Doug, you know, we need to run the football." Like, right. Exactly. You, and you that's uh, like the uh, Chiefs game.
0: Right. And I, th- I feel like that, you know, that's certainly something that. I think the fans would like. Um, I think yeah. people are certainly in favor of maybe Doug passing off the the play calling duties to to an L coordinator. And I think maybe Laurie is probably at that point too, considering right. his hand in perhaps the letting go of Groh and Carson Walsh. Um, other quick names, uh, former Eagles coaches Pat Shermer, Marty right. Morningweg, I, I even heard. Um Kind of an outside shot, um, James Urban, who is currently with the Ravens. Uh, right. He's another kind of hot name uh, out there. So there's certainly, um, you know, nice, nice options out there. Considering there's not too many O coordinator jobs that are open. Uh, this kind of yeah,
1: that's the thing with with the Eagles' job being open, and one of the few aside from the teams that are putting together new staffs. You know, this is a this is a real chance. The Eagles can kind of get a guy that they want.
0: Right. You
1: know, if there's a name out there that they want. They can pretty much go get have their pick because this would be a pretty appealing job to get to come work with Carson as opposed to going to work with some of those other teams where you know, you have a question mark at the quarterback position. Maybe you're trying to go get one in the draft. Like, this is a this is a real good spot where you you're set up well for success. Yeah, this
0: is definitely a, a a you know well a, a good a sought out position. Eagles offense certainly um, has struggled, and I feel like with the right quarterback, somebody could come in here and, and really uh, do some damage. And you know, certainly if some, a coach is certainly looking for that next step, this would be a great stepping stone yeah. for them to get a head coaching position. So I yeah,
1: if a young quarterback coach out there who's wanting to become a head coach someday, I look at this OC coordinator job and think this is the one I want to get because I'm a year, maybe two years away from getting a head coaching job working with Carson Lentz.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely have uh, some good options. Hopefully, um, you know, hopefully something kind of happens sooner than later. I'd more likely rather get that done now and kind of wait and wait and see. Um, but yeah, I think
1: if it's Caldwell or uh, Gruden, I would think you'll get that you can probably get that within the week. If you're if they're still weighing their options then it could be the Eagles are just saying, Hey, we'll weigh, we'll weigh our options and get a chance to interview a Mike Caff like you know Well right, yeah, they're, they're, they're gonna wait gonna to wait until after they're done their playoff run.
0: Right, absolutely. So yeah, that's um, you know, that's certainly p- perhaps what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think yeah, uh, but, like this
1: past week would have been a good time for them to get like, they should have been able to interview Mike Kafka this past week if they were going to. I didn't hear of any news of them doing that.
0: No, I don't believe they've I mean, officially interviewed anybody both... uh, for the job as of yet. Um, perhaps uh, Dougie P. and, uh, and Lori are, are still discussing, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, what to they... do. So.
1: Hey, and maybe they wanted to look at their internal candidate, do Staley more before they took the job outside.
0: Now that's that, that's one practice. that's one thing I wanted to ask you about, is what is your thought process,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or, or you know what's your thinking on somebody like Deuce versus somebody outside, like a Caldwell, like a Gruden, um, you know what, what? Why should why should fans be excited about Deuce Elliott, or maybe they shouldn't be?
1: Well, I think the reason why fans would get excited about Deuce, one, he's a former Eagle and a and a really popular one, but uh, that really has nothing to do with any kind of coaching ability. I, for me, what would be exciting about it is it's two different philosophies. You got to believe because Deuce, a former running back, he believes very strongly in the running game. Now, would they would he and Doug, a former quarterback, butt heads? You know, Doug obviously from the Andy tree and loved to pass the ball. Or would that create kind of a balance? What you hope is that it creates a balance there between the two and that they would work together and each knowing they have to play off each other's strengths. And so that would obviously be the hope if you look at a guy like Deuce Daly. The problem is you worry about, like, he's been on the staff a while. He's been, you know, in coaching you know, for several years. Dalton, you now, this is a second head coach that he's worked with. As a running back. Actually, I think it's the third head coach that he's worked with because he was under Andy this last year as a running back coach. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes me wonder he's had opportunities when he could have moved up to be an offensive coordinator and he hasn't yet. Is that just mean they feel like this is as high as he can go as a running back coach? Or are they just waiting to see him grow? Hey, some guys learn the job and develop slower than others. And maybe that's just the case with Deuce.
0: Maybe uh, and yes, uh, Daryl, you are correct. Pat Shermer now took over the Broncos' offense. Uh, that happened earlier today. Um,
1: but yeah, he'll be out.
0: Right, and I don't, I don't think he was never really a ser- serious candidate for for the Eagles' job. To be perfectly honest, um, yeah, you know, I, I hear you on the whole Deuce Staley thing, and thank you very much, Daryl, for that. Um, I just, I just don't think Deuce is who we want. I think we really would benefit from somebody outside uh, of the kind of the Doug tree, yeah. somebody who, as we said before, can kind of butt heads a little bit, can can yeah. uh, again ideally take over uh, play calling, which would be ideal uh, because I think if Doug can perhaps just focus on the head coach, the game, you know, the decisions within the game, rather than worrying about calling the plays. I think that just makes life easier for for everybody. Uh, I've never been a fan I think of the. Think
1: Devils advocate with with you on that is, I mean, who would he know and trust more than somebody who's been on his staff since the beginning?
0: I mean, you're you're right on that one, but.
1: Uh, but I, mean, I agree. I think if Deuce was going to be the guy, he would have. He would have been the guy role. already. Maybe not right away, but it would have been like he would have been the guy before um, before Mike grow.
0: Right. The fact that he wasn't Maybe. able. To beat yeah. out Mike Grosh, says everything that I need to know uh, yeah. uh, about that. So. Um,
1: but, I yeah. think the Eagles are going to think this is his ceiling here, is that he'll be the running back coach until uh. he takes a job elsewhere. And, look, I still think that there could be an offensive coordinator job out there for Deuce. I just think at this point it won't be underdog and it probably won't be here.
0: Yeah. No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely it's right. It me, won't be So yeah, so we still have to figure out uh, the OC. We still need to figure out the quarter. Uh, I'm sorry, the wide receivers coach. Now, uh, right. now, as much as I would love to have um, Filippo back, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I necessarily wouldn't mind if perhaps we switched him out as quarterbacks coach. Because, again, I think that relationship with Carson is, is very good, and I would love to mm-hmm. kind of play on that. But, you know, I, I just don't see that happening. I think the only way that De Filippo comes back to the team is as a coordinator, and I'm not necessarily thrilled about that. I may have been, you know, last year, two years ago. Uh,
1: yeah, the thing is, he's now failed at two different spots as an offensive coordinator. Exactly. And typically, if you fail twice at the same position, you're not going to get a third shot at that position—at least not right away. You're going to have to go be—you have to go somewhere to be a quarterback coach, I think, before he's going to get to be a head coach.
0: I, yeah, I agree. So um, now, I'm not really sure who they may be looking at wide receivers coach. I would assume, you know, maybe a former wide receiver. Um, yeah. You know, that's usually a, a, a good uh, a good choice. But I'm not really hearing too many names. Uh, but we-
1: funny, and I know he served as a wide receiver coach, I believe in Kansas City. But Jason avon he's a guy, former who I'll tell you, maybe it's just I'm a little biased. You're hearing him talk a few times on uh, some of the fanatic shows. That guy just knows his way, or, like talking about the wide receiver position. Yeah, like he'd be a guy I think that would really help some of these young receivers.
0: I, I agree I think I think bringing in somebody uh, that the players can respect and, and learn from because they got to do something they, you know the, the wide receivers right. were terrible and for some reason you know they, they weren't able to to implement you know golden Tate last year you know they, they weren't able to do things with their starters and now all of a sudden it's you know the scrap heap and now people are starting yeah. to play I don't necessarily give that credit to the wide receivers coach Uh, Personally,
1: I give that credit more to the willpower of these young players who are just hungry and wanting to come up and play. Right. Um, And I and I know I talked about it before, just that comfortability for Carson and knowing a guy is going to get to a certain spot, like these young guys running their routes to the exact route, as opposed. I know I talked about it before, like the whole like running different stems. I think Carson's one of those guys who needs his guys to run the exact route, the way it's written. And he will get you the ball. Don't try to get yourself open. You run right around. I will, you know, I'll put the ball where it needs to be to get you open.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, D- Daryl says, uh, uh, looks like Daryl wants uh, J- uh, Joe Brady from LSU. He's former offensive assistant under Sean Payton. Yeah, he say that
1: if not, um, yeah.
0: And the Saints. He knows the style of offense. Uh, Deuce, as I said weeks ago, his pet bet is in the college level. D. Filippo is a question mark for the Eagles. Only time will tell. Uh, and Carter, what's going on, bud? Uh, Carter says, Jerry Rice, wide receiver coach, called Bell for OC. Hey, listen, if we could get Jerry Rice to come I and mean, coach. If
1: Jerry's interested in it, you have to take the conversation. I am. The one thing I'll always caution people about when you talk about wanting to get the all-time greats in here is – that sometimes they don't always make the best coaches because a guy like Jerry's, I know he had a tremendous work ethic, Oh, yeah. and in just you know a tremendous, tremendous work ethic. But the game came really easy to him too. Like he worked really hard, but like hey, sometimes it's harder to teach things. Like one of the, one of my favorite stories of all time was uh, Willie Mays when he got the hitting, he got a hitting coach job at the New York Mets. And first day of spring training, he goes in there and tells the guys, I don't know what the problem is. Hitting the baseball is the easiest thing in the world to do. You just put the bat on the ball. And right away, the coaches were like, what the heck do we get ourselves into here? Yeah. And, but, like, because that's what it was for Willie Mays. Hitting the ball was that easy.
0: Well, yeah, when it comes and easy to you.
1: wonder about a guy like Jerry Rice where catching the football was just that, that yeah. easy for him.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Because
1: yeah, I, I would think if he would be an awesome coach, like he would have gotten that job already.
0: Right, well, is that, and if he had any interest in doing it. Yeah, know. I mean, yeah, that's true. I
1: think, I mean, that's, man, I think, think that's, that's probably the main don't thing. do spend 15 hours a day. If, right, if yeah. If, if, if
0: uh, what's going on, Peggy? What's going on, Sylvester? Uh, Carter, again, uh, CB coach. Uh, bring the dude in from Dallas that they let go. I'm not sure what his name is. Uh, Chris Richards, yeah. Um, Chris Richards was let go along with a lot of uh, the staff there in Dallas. He was a uh, defensive backs coach uh, there in Dallas. We have an opening now uh, for a D-back yeah. coach as for some odd reason some odd reason the Eagles defensive back coach uh, Corey Unland got the defensive coordinator job in Detroit. Like They actually saw God, what he, what he saw, they saw what he did with us, and they yeah. saw the numbers, and they saw the tape, and they were like, "That's the guy for us." <laughs> I don't let's get see, it. We
1: have these. Let's see, we have these big corners who are really good at playing physical blind. I know we'll play ten yards off the ball every play. They'll never see it coming.
0: Yeah. So thank you, Detroit Lions, for giving yeah. us an opportunity to That's upgrade good. our D backs coach. And, hell, I would love to bring in Chris Richards. I think he's a great, young, you know, young talented coach. He's, what, 40 years old? Uh, you know, I, I, th- I think he's great. But I think everyone else knows that he's great. And he's more likely going to get a, a D coordinator job at um, some point.
1: Yeah, when you see these coaching positions, the assistant positions start to fill up, if his name, for whatever reason, isn't among those defensive coordinators, give him a call.
0: Worst he can say is no. Right. Oh, absolutely. I will take him in a heartbeat because I think I think he's certainly an upcoming coach. So ha- having him, uh, you know, with with Schwartzy, I think that would be a good combination because Schwartz is coming back. Yeah. Uh, he didn't get the job in in Cleveland, so uh, there are no uh, no other opportunities it seems uh, for him. And let's be honest. As much as we maybe get frustrated with Schwartzy and 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 call him out and but don't agree, okay, but bad. well, uh, the thing is, one, yes, you're right. He's 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 dealing with a lot less talent because of the injuries. Mm-hmm. And two, if you look at his numbers, they're actually not bad. They're top ten numbers. You know, he's great. He was great, great in the red zone. Uh, you know, I
1: know, and that's considering, you know, like, yeah.
0: Um yeah, no it, yeah, considering uh, your
1: Ronald Darby not being good at
0: football, who's one of starters? <laughs> That's funny. Uh also true. <laughs>
1: That's kind of the sad and depressing part. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, absolutely. So um yeah, it looks like uh Darrell, thank you very much. Yeah, this happened a little bit earlier today. Uh looks like Bill Lazor, former uh former Eagles coach. Bill Lazer is now going to be the OC in Chicago under Nagy. So that makes sense because, you know, they've, uh, yeah. they've certainly worked uh, worked together before. Um, so, yeah, Bill Laser, um what was he? I guess the general says, what, was he a quarterback's coach? Was he officially the quarterback? Yeah, he was the quarterback's coach. Here. Was
1: he?
0: Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I think that's great for him. Good. Uh, looks like a lot of former Eagles coaches are getting jobs. Shermer uh, to the you know to the Broncos. Laser to the Bears. Who knows what's next? Yeah, uh,
1: a lot of guys getting great opportunities that have come through here either as coaches here or as guys who grew up here.
0: Yeah. You know, um, the coach of the Giants, uh, Joe uh, Judge. Joe Judge. Yeah. He, uh, what did he go to? Uh,
1: Roman Catholic, Roman Catholic?
0: yeah, I think he's, he's uh, yeah. a local dude. So, yeah, good for him. Glad uh, glad he got the opportunity. Yeah. So, um, real quick, I did want to talk a little bit because we do have a lot of uh, free agents. A lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of Eagles that are right now free agents and are going to be free agents officially once the you know the new season starts. So there's a lot right. of decisions to be made and and I know we have uh, about 46 million uh, in cap space. We have de- 10 draft picks allegedly. Um, you know there there's there, we're going to have to bring in some talent, but we also need to, con- to you know continue to develop the talent that we've that have been here. And um, I wanted to kind of just quickly go over and, I, and this isn't going to be you know we're going to go person by person and really dive in, especially during one of our off-season roundtables. But I wanted to kind of give quick pre-free agency talk about maybe who should stay out of these uh, these free agents. Uh, so we'll go, uh, I'd say let's go over uh, all of the free agents. And you'll just tell me what you think. I'll tell you what I think. All right? Sound good? Okay. All right. Uh, Sounds good. And Carter Carter is definitely interested in seeing who we go after free agency, and we'll get into that too. Uh, so we have oh, yeah. a total of what is this? 15 uh, unrestricted free agents. Uh, first, I will get to uh, linebacker. Um, why is his name escaping me? Uh, he's a starter. Yeah, he has a coach or has uh, a club deal, club option. Nigel Bradham. Thank you. Sorry. So Nigel Brown yeah, has has okay. the option. Um, I think he's going to be making somewhere in the range of about nine million. To me, that feels a little too much to keep him on this team. Yeah. I wouldn't mind bringing him back, but not at nine and a half million. I would decline the option and try to re-sign him in a much cheaper deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But. You've
1: got to get a feel for the market around him <sighs> and figure out, like, do you think he'll get more on the open market? And if he will, then if you're comfortable moving on from him, then you move on. I Me mean, personally, <laughs> I, I would like to see him here just because you're going to need some continuity at the linebacker position uh, because there's going to probably be a lot of change throughout that defense. And so he's one of those guys I don't feel like he hurt you. I think he played pretty well for the most part, most of the year. And so I'd, I'd try to bring him back. Whether it be like uh, you said or by it
0: looks like it's it looks like I apologize it's eight million dollars for the club option, he is thirty years mm-hmm. old currently, um, you know there are names out there, um, you know to bring in Dante Dante Fowler Jr., uh, Lorenzo Alexander, um, Bruce Irvin, Shaquille Barrett, Michael Kendricks, uh, Kyle Van Noy. Um, Mario Addison, Danny Trevathan, uh, Darren Lee, who who I always I've always liked, Jamie Collins, um, you know there's there's some decent names, uh, but no like home run hitters, you know, and and that's who I think we really need. Yeah, I mean look,
1: yeah, like I I've, I've always been a big Kyle Dan Moy fan. He'd be a guy that I would that I would like to see the Eagles get. But I, unless you're willing to get into a big bidding war, which I don't think the Eagles are for a linebacker, I'd say if you feel like you need to, pick up the option. But otherwise, like you said, I think we'll decline the option and try to work out something with him.
0: Yeah, no, agreed. Um, <laughs> Carter uh, says, J.J. Uh, Watt. Uh, I believe he is a free agent. Uh, is he? I don't. Think he was. Uh, if he is, the
1: Texans, the Texans will make sure. Yeah, is, I was gonna say he's not gonna hit the open market. Kind
0: of... uh, agreed. Uh, yeah, I'm not showing him up on the defensive line. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I don't see him anywhere. I could, I could be wrong, but
1: uh, he might have. He might have come into this year on the last year of
0: his deal, maybe they worked out something else. Yeah, or I'm, I'm assuming because yeah, twice. I don't I don't He's see any. JJ. Like the biggest defensive names I see is Jade, Jadevian Clowney, uh, Everson Griffin, and Marcel Darius both have club options. Chris Harris, as I said, Dante Fowler, Michael Brockers, Jimmy Smith, Logan Ryan, Bradley Roby, who I wouldn't mind. Um, a keep to oh, leave a great right so yeah there's some there's some decent names just I don't think I saw JJ there um, so okay so let's uh, talk about so we talked about Nigel Bradham what about let's go to corners mm-hmm. because that's where we need a lot of help so we do mm-hmm. have what one three official free agent corners let's start at the top Ronald Darby yeah Ronald Darby do you bring him back
1: well you know I just, uh, you know, so eloquently told you he just wasn't that good at tackle football. And so I think I'm just going to say see you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm okay with that, too. Although I think if it comes down to it, I think he would be a good plan C. Okay.
1: Okay. So maybe you don't take my approach when you're talking to him and say, well, look, Ronald, you're a great guy. But we just don't really think tackle football for you. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. Now, I would go after some of those names, as, uh, as I alluded to earlier. Um, you know, Roby being one of them. Uh, yeah, right? Logan Ryan uh, being another. Um, but plain and simple, we need to kind of get young. Uh, Ronald Darby is 26. Uh, he's not making a crazy ton amount of money. Six point five for a, for a corner is not bad. I think when it comes down to it, it might just be a good fit as far as you know salary cap wise. For what I he, hear you, I I know I know I you hate him. him. I, I get it. like
1: corners to be good at football. <laughs> okay, agree but to I disagree.
0: To those guys. Okay, agree to disagree. <laughs> if- <laughs> such a jerk uh, alright, uh, speaking of another okay. corner Jalen Mills
1: he'd be one I'd be willing to bring back uh, You know, it, it, again, the money's got to be right I'm not going crazy spending for him, but I, I'd be willing to bring him back, if he's going to be my number two corner, if I can go out and get like you said uh, Bradley Roby or, or someone of that ilk to be the number one corner, I'd be perfectly fine with letting Jalen Mills be the number two
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I think uh, having him as the two or the three uh, is yeah. is ideally really... in
1: a perfect world. Yeah, you'd love him to be the three. Right.
0: Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, he would be uh, he would be great. i um, mm-hmm. I'm okay with bringing him back, and I think I think just his attitude is probably uh, you know probably one that you know you'd want around in the locker room. I'm sure he's a very yeah, a guy, good locker you know, room
1: guy. just his nose in there and and make a hit, you know, helps out in the run game. He's good physical at the line. There's just, I can say a lot of good things. about And no, he's really
0: good in the red zone.
1: You know, he gets burned on double moves. And, like, a lot of corners have a tough time. Like, like we have at least one thing that they're not that good at, and that's his one thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, we also have Craig James, um, who, whether you like him or not, is, is on the team. He is, though, an exclusive rights-free agent, or exclusive restricted free agent, my apologies. Um, I don't know, let's say, do you at least try and bring him back, or or do you think that we already have kind of uh, a good pool of slightly talented, underachieving corners?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like a number of our corners would fit that mold, and so if Greg James has to go, then then I guess
0: that's what it is. Yeah. All right. Craig James, Oot. I'm okay with that. Um, all right. So we basically, so far we're bringing back one person. Great. Good. Good stuff. <laughs> this is going well. This is going well. Let's stay in the defensive backfield. Uh, let's go with uh, Rodney McLeod. What say you on Rodney? You know, I know it's going to feel
1: like we're broken record here, from last year when we said, man, we'd really like to get a number two safety and make McLeod inside of that third safety. Right. And I'd still kind of feel that way. I would love to bring him back and but still be on the hunt for somebody that can sort of step in and take the job from McLeod and let McLeod be that third safety.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think given the fact that, you know, he's twenty nine years old, uh, by the time the season starts, uh, he'll be thirty. Um, and, you know, he's he's played well. It's just, you know, you're 30, and you're not getting any faster, and we are
1: crazy. We're crazy slow.
0: Yeah, but we're crazy slow in the defensive backfield. We need to get faster. Yeah. I, again, I do the same thing with him what I do with Ronald Darby Plan C, try to go out and get an upgrade, mm-hmm. bring him back if he's still sitting around, Put bring him back on a cheap deal. Veteran deal and say, Well,
1: if you've gotten gotten another safety that you really like in that role and you say, Oh, wait, we could bring McLeod back on the cheap and he can play, like we just talked about, that third safety role. Right.
0: Then Rotation. I think that's
1: a role. And if he was willing to embrace that role, I think he could really extend his career. Oh, well, that's a, it's here or
0: I think that's a big if. I'm sure he probably still feels like he's got started. So I'm sure he
1: feels like he can start in this league. Absolutely. And maybe he can. Like I mean, I mean, in I'm sure right he can. Situation.
0: And who knows? Maybe the Eagles feel like, hey, we'll give him a two, three year deal and ride it out you never know so
1: yeah the Eagles they Mm. tend to really prioritize the safety position they do look for a move there. I think you're gonna get another safety man
0: perhaps and I think I think the Eagles need to prioritize uh, you know getting younger and getting faster it's the two things that have been killing them so Uh, speaking of uh, old and slow
1: Jason Peters. Oh, I always thought that combo awesome.
0: would Yeah. Jason Peters. What say you on him?
1: Look, Jason he hangs him up in five, in five years when Jason Peters is he will get a phone call from Canton and he will be welcomed into the National Football League Hall of Fame.
0: You're right.
1: And he will be very deserving of it. You're right. That's said, We're not running a, uh, you know, a celebrity tour here. We're not out here glad handing and, you know, kissing babies. Like this is football and unfortunately, you know, time I feel like is passing by he's not the great offensive tackle that he was. He's still really good. Yeah.
0: Um, it's just we draft we already drafted his replacement. It. We're not he's having like the replacement. replacement. Right. We're not having him sit two years. No. Playing in standball. He's gonna be thirty eight years old in a week.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm there's, sure that there's. If he wants out to play,
1: yeah. If he wants yeah. to
0: play, good for him. It's just not going to mm-hmm. be on the Eagles. I'm sorry, but this is one of those situations where you have to cut bait. You have to get younger. You ought. You immediately, you immediately get 16 years younger.
1: Yeah.
0: By by releasing or not signing him. And,
1: and this is one of those things that, you know, Hallie Roseman and Doug Peterson have to make sure not to fall into the Philly trap. You know the trap the Phillies set after 2008, where they were just so we got to bring everybody back. These are all fan favorites. They'll put butts in seats. Yeah, they can't do that here. Jason Peters, like you already got the next guy. He is ready to go. And when he had to play this year at left tackle, he played well. I think I think the job is, is belongs Andre Dillard now, and Jason Peters. He'll get a job somewhere. Somebody will sign him to a one, maybe even two-year, maybe, you know, maybe a two-year deal, but I, he'll definitely get okay. signed to a one-year deal by some.
0: All right. Um, right. So let's keep. And like you said,
1: you're younger right there.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's keep on the offensive line. vaitai.
1: I just want to keep him just so I can keep saying his name. Big B. It's
0: a fun name to say. Halapolivite. Yeah.
1: You know, I wonder about him. It's what kind of information he'll get, like that maybe he could be a starter somewhere, that someone would believe in him to go be a star. Because if he stays here, we're using him as a rotational offensive line. Okay. And the guy will come in if somebody gets I, hurt. And maybe
0: he's comfortable with that. Maybe he doesn't want to go anywhere.
1: I, yeah, and you if never he is, then... That'd be great. I, I would offer him something comparable
0: to what he's making now, that he would be able to stay. I'd probably give him a little more. Just give him say well, thanks for, yeah, like for probably,
1: being our yeah. Yeah,
0: a little more, but okay. i no, right, I'm gonna agree with that. Back let's back. let's keep him and let's move yeah. on. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, next up, uh, wide receiver Nelson Aguilar. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, nope. All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Uh,
0: Jordan Howard. That's an interesting I re- one.
1: I would really love to bring him back if the money's right. I really would. But I just feel like you have Miles Sanders, you have Boston Scott. Those are going to be the primary guys that are going to be your running backs. If you want to bring back Corey Clement, like then yeah, I don't
0: Well, that's another him. one we have to discuss as he's a restricted yeah, free agent. Like
1: it's between Jordan Howard and Corey Clement. But
0: I feel like Corey Clement is. I kind of... I can see both of them gone.
1: Player, Miles Sanders and Boston Scott.
0: I can see so both of I them gone. I would
1: rather see the Bruiser Jordan Howard, and so I would say keep Jordan Howard.
0: Okay, I can see both of them gone. There's a good amount mm-hmm. of names on the free agent market uh, this off season. Sure. Uh, somebody who could be that uh, complimentary back to to Sanders, Lamar Miller, Chris Thompson, Shady, mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde, help Malvin Gordon. Adrian Peterson, Theo Riddick, Frank Gore, De- well, Derek Henry's, i uh, will be fine. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I
1: don't Hunt. think he's leaving. Yeah. Time, Kareem
0: Hunt. You know, there are a lot, a lot of names here uh, of
1: running if backs that would, could be I added. Had free agency without bringing back either one, at least right away, and just kind of see how the chips fall with the those running backs, I'd be fine with going in there and just testing the orders with the free agent running backs. Okay. So okay. – Alright, so I would definitely say, you know, between those two, it, maybe you bring back one. Maybe you bring back Corey Clement and you don't bring back Jordan Howard because you're thinking, hey, I can go out here and get a Kareem Hunt. I can go out here and get an Adrian Peterson. I think Kareem Hunt's going to end up staying in Kansas City. but um, oh, I'm sorry, he was in Cleveland this past year, so he'll probably go somewhere else with Nick Chubbs being the guy there. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you could bring in Kareem Hunt. I don't want to see McCoy back here because I feel like it's just, again, going back to that nostalgia act, and the Eagles have done this a couple times now with Deshaun Jackson. It didn't work this year. And, you know, because he got hurt. He played one game and then one possession of another game. And so you can't have that. Like, Don't go backwards because I feel like you could end up in the same spot if you were to bring McCoy in. So that would be my thoughts there. Uh, going into the running backs, like yeah, the, uh, I'd be
0: comfortable just testing the waters. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with uh, perhaps bringing in somebody like a, I feel like Kareem Hunt could be, you know, a, a nice home run hitter. Mm-hmm. Combine him with Miles Sanders, that'd be a that'd be a formidable, uh, you know, running back crew. And, and obviously you have Boston Scott there. So yeah, I'd I'd be all right with with letting both Corey and Jordan go. In lieu of getting somebody here like a Kareem Hunt or even a Melvin Gordon, somebody that could be a a top running back uh, in the league, potentially.
1: Yeah, if you bring in a Mile, uh, you know, Mile, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Lamar.
0: uh, Melvin Gordon, Gordon. there you go.
1: Melvin Gordon, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, easy for me to say.
0: Yeah, Kelly L.A. If you
1: bring in a Melvin Gordon, I mean, you can again ask you know, Miles Sanders to do kind of what you were asking him to do earlier in the year, be change of pace back, go out and catch the ball out of the right. backfield. You know, I think that would be a great role for him because you're not asking him to be the twenty to twenty five carry back, although he's kind of shown he can do it.
0: Yeah. Now would you would you pay ten million dollars for Melvin Gordon?
1: That's I mean, that's right around where my limit would be. I mean, I get you've got a lot of money to with If somebody's gonna do it,
0: I think it would
1: be the Eagles,
0: someone who has plenty of money. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I'd be, I, I think I think that's gonna be a position to watch in this off season, is mm-hmm. what they end up doing with with Corey Clement, Jordan Howard, and if they decide to say, you know what, let's screw it, let's go after a bigger name and and, and have him add with what Miles Sanders does, sure. and the change of pace, little you know, mini Darren Sproles that Boston Scott is, and again, I think. You have a, again a, a better than last year of running back room. Oh, all right.
1: Yeah. Um, so, any other wide receivers we need to talk about? Uh, no.
0: no. 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 That's uh, that's they're that's, they're
1: that's it. Uh, under contract for next
0: offensive side of the ball. Uh, obviously, there's Darren Sproles, but we all know he's going to retire. Well, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, Richard Rodgers, theoretically is a, uh, but he was only added just due to injury, so I don't see him coming back. Uh, We do have uh, some quarterback controversy. We do have to figure out what's going on with Nate Sudfeld and Josh McGowan, if he's coming back or retiring. Uh, We need to figure out the backup and the backup backup. So, that's certainly something to keep your eye on, because maybe we bring back Nate Sudfeld, maybe we bring back a, a wily veteran.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to bringing in a veteran you know, to work with Carson. He definitely seems to thrive on that when he has another veteran there that he can kind of bounce ideas off of and talk to. That's apparently something that happened a whole lot this year with Carson going over to McCallum, and they have lots of conversations. Yeah. So I wouldn't be opposed to bringing in a veteran.
0: Okay. Uh, Carter says uh, they need to try and trade Jeffrey. Not sure who would pick up that contract. Uh, plus his injury. Well, yeah, that's the thing that's gonna really get you, is yeah, the you're fact.
1: Yeah, you gonna trade him because he can't clear physically.
0: Well, right. He He's probably him. not gonna be able to to be available to play until midseason. Uh, so you, you, you so you're gonna probably be able to pop him. Uh, but still, even after that, he may not play, just given you know what's going on with the Eagles, and, and maybe they just shove him for the year, so that way they can they can kind of get rid of him after that. But um, yeah, that's going to be uh, something to look at because I don't think anybody's going to take on that contract. Now, before I move on, I did hear some ridiculous ass things, where somebody literally suggested that we traded Alshon Jeffrey to the Jaguars for Nick Foles, so that Foles could come back as the backup. I literally almost lost my shit. I swear to God, somebody, asked, and it was, it was a leg- like somewhat legit sp- Philly sports page. Like, it wasn't just, like, some random dude on Facebook. It was, like, a so legit. It wasn't some
1: dude, I, I figured it was some dude on one of our Facebook groups.
0: No. It was, legit, like, a somewhat legit page that decided I'm not going to call him out. But, and I don't know, again, maybe it's this was. like,
1: media credentials. I, I mean, true. I don't know about
0: media credentials, but they have a, a good following on, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. They do, okay. you know, the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I don't know whether that was just simply for some some clicks or you are just that stupid. I don't know. Uh, moving on, I just thought I'd throw it out there and just for last yeah. and, and whatnot. Look, well,
1: his name draws, draws, draws a response. All so right. I think it can easily be
0: that. I uh, agree. Uh, next, uh, we have to talk about the defensive line. Uh, two uh, D tackles, Jimmy Jernigan, who I would love to have come back, especially considering. Yep. Uh, he didn't make all that much money. And I feel like we could have a similar deal. Um, next is, uh, Hassan Ridgeway. I thought for what he brought to the table, it wasn't bad. Uh, I yeah, definitely sign him to like a minimum, uh, you know, deal and, and, and see if he can contribute a little more so this if year.
1: Be successful, you have to have some guys who are good that don't make a lot of money.
0: Right. No, hundred percent. A hundred percent.
1: Uh, uh, let's see who did that. Vinny
0: Curry again, kind of same thing. Where I feel like we could pay him a, a little bit to come back, but in the grand scheme of things, and in the you know the goal of getting younger, I'd be okay with letting him go and bring you know bring him back, uh, you know right. somebody a little bit younger, or maybe just keeping as is and draft somebody.
1: Right. Yeah. I could easily, you know, Vinny Curry's a guy. Like he's gonna go somewhere and you know someone will give him some money like to be like a you know a rotational defensive line, defensive end but I feel like we can go ahead and get somebody maybe somebody a little younger right you know with, whether via the draft or what have you right so that that's what I want to see is I want to see them okay. look at that and say look that's one of those spots where you know howie talked about getting younger that's one of those
0: uh, another spot, uh, one of the last ones here is Camus Grugier-Hill. Uh, I thought he was, uh, you know, halfway decent, but again, I, I really think we need to upgrade the talent on the, on the squad. You know, he's a young dude. He's going to be 26 by the time the season starts. So I, I'm, all, I'm all right with bringing him back, but I, I, I you know, I, I don't basically, I don't want the starting linebackers to be Bradham. Rouge Hill and and I guess Gary uh, is mm-hmm. who, is who you'd have. I need upgrades. I need upgrades somewhere. Now if that means I, I br- know how
1: much you love your linebacker position and how much it would hurt you the idea of yeah. uh, staying status quo right. at the linebacker if, position. If
0: they could upgrade Bradham, get a younger player in here or even just a more talented player, I'm okay with the two other guys staying.
1: Yeah. They
0: they just they
1: Yeah, as long as one of the spots, I feel like. Yeah,
0: agreed. Daryl is kind of in agreement here. He said we need a true middle linebacker. Bradham is (laughs) not that. Uh, He's more of a strong side linebacker. Uh, Gary is kind of a safety slash linebacker tweener uh, who should play on the weak side. Uh, Agreed. Um, You know, but uh, again, if uh, you can get rid of Bradham and upgrade, because honestly, I thought Bradham had a shit year. I really did. I thought he had a terrible year.
1: Okay.
0: Out. Upgrade.
1: Hey, look, I'm never going to argue against upgrading a player at any position.
0: Wow. I hear Go you now. Uh, and then finally, last but not least, the most important position, the most important player, Cameron Johnston. Punter.
1: Uh, sure, he can come back if
0: okay. he wants. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He is uh he is an exclusive restricted free agent. Uh he's only he's only gonna be twenty-eight, so he's still a young young fella. I feel like every time we have a punter, he's like thirty-eight years old. This is like the yeah, first time I, I feel can remember like, like
1: uh, Johnston because they were like, I am so sick of every year, every two years having to go out and spend some time getting a punter. Can we just get somebody young right. and
0: just say, "Here, you'll be our punter for the next ten years." Right, like Dottie Dottie Jones was like forty years old. Yeah, he's super old. Everybody we had was super old, but not not Johnson. So let's keep him. Uh, I'm okay with that. So there you have it. There's there's our current free agencies, uh, You know, uh, players. What we all think. Uh, you know, we should keep, but we will go into depth. Don't worry, folks. We'll go into depth of who they can look to, to replace these players and or what kind of the roster will look like as, uh, you know, the off-season unfolds. We will be having another off-season roundtable, in fact, a couple of them, so stay tuned for those details. Uh, and, uh, of course, <clears throat> Phillyverse.com uh, coming, uh, coming to you soon. Uh, you know, we're trying to pump out some articles. And... Uh, We'll get that out to you uh, relatively soon. I, I have uh, I'm just finishing up uh, my two offseason uh, articles as far as offensive and defensive. Uh, so we'll bring some more stuff to you that way. Uh, so stay tuned for that and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's uh, we'll end on that note. How, how, about, uh, how about that? Sounds good. All right cool. All right folks. well, don't forget to check out all of the other shows on the Philly Podcast network. Uh, of course, every Monday is the, the Football Smack Talk Show at eight. Or, uh, I'm sorry, at seven thirty. Tuesdays with Ryan and Ryan is the Philly Brocast at eight thirty. Uh, Wednesdays, Mike Sports with Landry and Eric uh, at eight o'clock, exclusively on YouTube. And finishing out the week is the TLC Podcast at nine o'clock uh, with Eric and Joe talking all things wrestling. Uh, just real quick though, if anybody is interested in maybe, uh, some on camera, off camera, uh, stuff, if you like to write, if you just like being creative, if you want to support the show or want to be a part of uh, us here on the Phillyverse, please reach out to either Eric or I or Ryan, uh, or Joe and, or, or Landry, any of our hosts here, honestly, or you can always email the show at info at phillyverse.com. Um yeah, so check us out there. Check out all of our Facebook uh, pages. Like, follow, and support and share. Other than that, that's all I got. Eric, how about you? You got anything uh, to add before we get on out of here? Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Daryl, appreciate it. Carter, thank you very much. Sylvester, Peggy, uh, appreciate uh, Martin even uh, in the beginning there. I'm not sure what you were trying to say there, but thank you for commenting. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. Uh, we didn't really get into the AFC Championship, but uh, real quick before we get on out of here, Eric, what's yep. your Super Bowl prediction? Who's playing in it?
1: Chiefs-Packers.
0: Chiefs-Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going I'm to go Chiefs-Niners. Okay. Just to be a little different. So, um, yeah, that works. Uh,
1: match. It would be the perfect storyline for the NFL's uh,
0: hundred year. I mean, that would be pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. But I, I do think the Green Bay San Fran is a nice old school matchup. I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, so yeah it, yeah, yeah, it should be a good. Yeah, uh, it should be a good, a good fun weekend. So. All right, folks. Well, we appreciate uh, you checking us out. We will see you guys next week, next Monday at 7:30. And I will see you tomorrow for the Philly Broadcast. So, yeah, that's it for us. So, for the Football Smack Talk Show, I am Ryan.
1: I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody.
0: Happy football. Go, birds.